0: Hi, bestie. Happy Book Club Day. Welcome to the Best Friend Book Club. I am so happy you made it. I'm your host, Sarah Anna.
1: And I'm Zenzel
0: And today we're diving into Part 1, Novice from A Court of Silver Flames by Sarah J. Mass. So here is your spoiler warning. Thank you so much for stopping by. But if you have not read this book, please turn back now because we're going to talk about all the details. Unless you're okay with the book being spoiled for you. In that case, Welcome have a seat, get yourself a nice little beverage, and we're going to hang out. Also, if you want to see the video version of this podcast, you can find it on YouTube at the Best Friend Book Club Podcast channel, and you can see our beautiful faces. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe. I have to say that. And um, wherever you're listening, follow and rate it, share it with your friends because you love
1: them. (laughs) So
0: So we're just going to Jump right into it, okay? Mm. We're gonna start off with the dedication, which says, "For every Nesta out there, climb that mountain," uh, which makes like so much sense after you read the book. Absolutely. When I saw it the first time, I was like, "Okay, climb what mountain?"
1: Mm. Because Nesta hasn't given us a lot to go off of here yet, so. She's climbing the mountain of her internal struggles. So she <laughs> yes. Died. And mm-hmm. then
0: so Nesta's having this nightmare, and this is like before the first chapter. She's having this nightmare of like the what happened when she went into the cauldron, which I was like mm, that sounds scary. That sounds real scary <laughs> in there.
1: She was kind of terrified. She's got all these things going on. She's thinking about all of these people. I said, oh, girl, now we start to look out like this. It's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot.
0: She then mentions, like, in this dream, she mentions that the King of Highburn, he's. she said, like, he did this to Elaine and Cassian and Nesta. And I was like, that's interesting. Where's everybody else? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Feyre was there. Your dad died. Like, there was a lot of other stuff happening. For you to be like, oh, it was just me, Cassian, and Elaine. Those are the only people that were affected Mm-mm. by this.
1: She she was not concerned about the other people. She said, y'all got it. Y'all good. <laughs> it's fine. But Cassian, no. <laughs> she was definitely thinking <laughs> about Cassian. Oh, so yeah. Like, oh, I'm dying. For Cassian. <laughs> but
0: Cassian. But Cassian. <sighs> oh, I love him.
1: Oh, um, I know.
0: And then... Nesta basically talks about how, like, sleeping around is helping her keep her powers at bay. And so it's described as, like, to settle the writhing darkness that had simmered inside her from the moment she'd emerged from the cauldron. And it makes me think that she's scared of her powers.
1: hmm No, definitely. She does not know what to do with them. And then I know for sure that she's having, like, similar issues that Favor was having, When she was turned into High it was like, oh, don't want to be here. Okay. None of that. (laughs) So, I was oh, that poor child. But she's she's still a little more. She's like, I never
0: wanted this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then, internally, we see how much guilt that Nesta has over what happened with her dad. And she's blaming herself for a lot of it. And I don't think that it's fair to blame herself for all of it because... She's not the one that killed her dad.
1: Let's talk about this. Because literally, she's better than me. Her dad was gone. One, they were starving and dying as kids. Then they get money. He's having a ball. He's having a blast. Oh, I'm Prince of Merchants again. I'm back, baby. I'm sure in my head, that they had no conversation about the years prior where they were starving. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that they barely talked about favor They weren't like, oh, I wonder what she's doing. Oh, actually, because it was a spell. <laughs> but even still, uh-huh. you had another daughter and you forgot about her from a spell. What kind of dad are you? Anyways, <laughs> and, then, and then he goes off in the middle of nowhere for years it seems like so they definitely never healed from all of this trauma he pops up like yeah I know I sucked for many years and you've seen me for (laughs) 10 minutes but I'm riding into battle for you then the king of Highburn comes in and is like oh just look in his eyes one more time he didn't even give her a chance to save this man Literally just, he literally oh, this is your dad. He's like, <laughs> no one could have even taken a step.
0: And she's like, but she was, so he asked her, like, what would you be willing to give up to save your dad? And before she even answers, he's dead. Like, he immediately. Him. Yeah.
1: It's over. it's over. So really, there was nothing you could do. You could have no. said anything, but you, as soon as you go to say it, he's already on the floor.
0: Because she was talking about, like, thinking about giving his, like, the power that she stole back in order to save her dad. And before she could even say, like, make any kind of deal with the king, he's like, oh, your dad's dead. Why would he kill, like, the only leverage that he had?
1: He really thought he was that guy. And then he was so. that guy without a head. So, you know, I just... <laughs> Like, she didn't have a chance to save him. So, I know she's feeling guilty, but her dad didn't really give a lot of room for her to, like, for them to reconcile or anything like that.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. I... I loved that their dad showed up again because, like, the entire second book, they're like, yeah, he's just on the continent somewhere. I'm like, that's weird. He's just disappeared okay so like it was a very special moment when he came back mm-hmm. but i don't feel like that none of it had anything to do with nesta i think the king of hybron was gonna kill him regardless right um and so i don't think it's it's fair for nesta to blame herself
1: right and honestly i thought he was dead already me too so yeah him coming back he got his 10 minutes and that was it. I was actually a little hurt when he yeah. died, but it's okay. It's all right. He's already gone. <laughs> There's nothing to be done. So, yes. You'll so get I, over I feel it bad. Over <laughs> it. <laughs> it's clearly not. So I just feel horrible about that for her because it was out of her hands. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. And then so. we have okay.
0: So Cassian is the one that's sent to go bring Nesta to the river house. And I just, I love everything about Cassian. So Mm -hmm. he gets her to the river house and she's looking around at all the portraits and she notices that she is the only one that there isn't a portrait of. Like Feyre really painted everybody except for Nesta.
1: Well, she's made it a little difficult I'd say to make her likeable at this point. I know that she's Feyre's sister, but every conversation is like pulling teeth at this Mm -hmm. point. And it's always been like that. First of all, Nesta has never been nice to Feyre. She's only been nice to Elaine. I couldn't imagine being somebody's sister. And your oldest is always looking at you like you're a piece of dirt. yeah. I don't know that I would want to paint you somewhere if you are always trying to step on (laughs) me like a bug and you're looking at me like I'm doing something to you. But that's just me. I guess
0: so. But for me, it's more like that's still your sister. And if you're going to go through the trouble of painting everybody else and it seems like you have some time on your hands, why not also paint Nesta?
1: But I mean, Favre is also very inspired. So everybody else in her head might look very light and amicable and beautiful. Imagine she drew Nesta in the moment. It won't be very nice. (laughs) probably not going to be very nice. She's going to be like, is that me? Why do I look like a dark demon (laughs) in the shadows? That's just how I was feeling in the moment. That, yeah, no. I do feel bad, though, but.
0: I, I don't know, because like for Nesta's inner dialogue, you see how much it bothers her and it hurts her that she isn't part of this like family that Farah built, you know, like that like Pharaoh became a part of, like everybody else is a part of it except for Nesta. And so it just makes me feel bad for her.
1: I do. I do feel bad for her, but bit of a warning here. Okay. wow, I feel bad for her. And while you can see her inner dialogue and her struggle that she's going through, at this point, every word that's coming out of her mouth is not (laughs) reflecting what she's feeling. Everything Uh is always really snippy and short. So I can see why, you know, everybody's behaving the way that they are, really, except for Nesta, because if you want to be a part of the family, then
0: You gotta act like a part of the family.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you're bothered, I would challenge you to say one nice thing Mm -hmm. to somebody that you've interacted with. Because at this point, you know, you had um, whatever it was, winter solstice or whatever, when they're on Uh the boat, mean to everybody on the boat. Everybody's trying to be nice with you. And I know that she's, I get that she's going through something, but it's hard to keep working with somebody or trying to help them if they are always Hey, do you want help? No, no, get out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you even talking to me? So, it was a little challenging for me to give her sympathy on that on that regard, but yeah.
0: That's that's fair. I I'm just like I love Nesta now. When I was mm-hmm. reading this the first time, I was like not her biggest fan at this point.
1: But Mm -hmm. now that
0: I'm going back a second time, I'm like, poor Nesta, everybody needs to just be nice to her. I don't care if she's being mean.
1: They they were being nice. I did come into this book, A Nesta Hater. I didn't even want to read the book because it was about Nesta. I was like, do you deserve a book after all of that that we just went through? And you're the first one to get a book? Mm -hmm. Mm. But I I love this book. This is my favorite book.
0: Yeah, I was more focused on Cassian. I was like, ooh, Cassian's book. Okay.
1: Uh, I love that we get to see Cassian a lot more in this book because he is just, he's wonderful. I will Who's admit. your favorite? Oof. Until this book, Until A Court of Silver Flames, my favorite character was actually Reese. I love mm-hmm. Reese. Okay, yeah. he was doing it for me at every turn. Okay, even when he was first introduced, I think, in A Court of Thorns and Roses. Yes. I was like, that's my favorite character. <laughs> that's <laughs> so the He was like, definitely my favorite all the way through. It, it's only when we get to this book that we get to see Reese in a bit of a different light. Mm-hmm. And so I'm definitely feeling Cassian a little bit more in this book than Reese because yeah
0: yeah i start falling out of love with him there's a lot of things that he does in this book that just upset me Mm -hmm. so i'm not his biggest fan i was his biggest fan after mist and fury i was like oh my gosh he's the best character ever but now i'm like "Mm, maybe not so much
1: yeah i do appreciate though that we get a different viewpoint because they've been You know, the shiniest characters, Feyre and Reese have been the shiniest characters through Mm -hmm. the whole series for the most part. And then we get this book where it's like, it's not like that for everybody. So I really appreciate that in this book. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I loved it. Um, And I understand the whole Nesta needs an intervention thing. But... But I don't think that it was necessary for Amron to be the one to tell Nesta, like, this isn't happening. You're going to the House of Wind. Mm -hmm. Because I'm just thinking of it as, like, I would rather, like, if I had a sister, I'd rather my sister be the one to tell me, like, hey, you need to get your act together. And, like, we're doing this because we love you or like, we want the best for you or whatever. I'd rather that than just like this person who I used to be friends with, who I am no longer friends with, who I don't think has my best interest at heart telling me what I need to be doing.
1: That's definitely fair. I do think favorite should have said that I'm a little biased because I like Amran and I like her character because I feel like she says, she's always like, Oh, there is no sugar over here, uh-huh. y'all always try to sugarcoat stuff, but I do think that Favor should have said something, especially because everybody, for the most part, is, has a lot of animosity towards Nesta at this point. So yeah. it's just venom on venom on venom. So, well,
0: yeah, because at one point, I think when it's like cuts back to Cassian's point of view, we find out that Farah wanted Amran to be the one to say something because she didn't want any kind of like animosity between Reese and Nesta. Well, that can be solved by Feyre being the one to say something to Nessa. It doesn't have to be Reese, because you're saying that Feyre is as powerful as Reese within this court, that they're equals. So an mm-hmm. order coming from Reese versus an order coming from Feyre is the exact same thing.
1: Mm-hmm. And then also, Feyre, it sounds like, and I don't remember this exactly, but it sounds like Feyre, um was only giving the option of Reese or... Amren, but, and I, is Amren, Amren? Amren. Amren, okay. So it sounds like she was only giving those two options, but she wasn't even thinking of herself. And the order coming from Reese would not have, I don't think changed their relationship too much. They already do not like each other.
0: Yeah, exactly. They're already not the best of friends. So like, what's another reason for them to not be the best of friends?
1: Right. And there's no need to make uh, Amren a villain, you said yeah. Amran. That's the Amren again. The villain. <laughs> okay. Because okay. Reese is always, he's already the villain. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, what's a, a drop in a pot of water or whatever that phrase yeah. is? So,
0: yeah. It's just another drop in the bucket.
1: In the bucket. Ah, yes. <laughs> not the pot. They all carry you can, water.
0: <laughs> you can see that, like, it's bothering Cassian. Like, he's feeling like he's in between Nesta and Feyre and Reese. And I don't like how at the beginning of chapter two, Farah says, she says, like, oh, Reese and I have decided.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Who said it was your business? Like, who mm-hmm. said that, like, it's between the two of you to decide? Like, mm-hmm. it's it makes sense if it's, like, Farah and Elaine were talking to each other and they were like, listen, I don't think this is the best thing for Nesta. Let's talk to her. I would have much rather that than this meeting that like it's Amran, Cassian, I don't think Az and Mora are there. So it's Amran, Cassian, Reese, Farah, and Nesta. And mm-hmm. I'm just like it doesn't have to be all those people. Just Farah and Nesta. That's it. I don't know. But then we also see that she that Farah has this shield around her in this scene. So I think that was why Reese didn't want to leave Nesta and Farah alone. Like he seemed afraid that Nesta was going to hurt Feyre Mm -hmm. which I just feel like is really low like I don't think Nesta would bring herself to physically hurt Feyre but maybe that's just because I'm assuming the best you know
1: no I I don't think that Nesta would hurt Feyre physically but at this point I think it's been a year or a year and a half since she's been living in the slums and just kind of letting the wind carry her and she's Uh drinking and dancing and canoodling with people you know very (laughs) willingly (laughs) so you know especially when drinking is involved or a substance is involved it's very hard to tell if you're dealing with a sane person and my dude she showed up she took a bath thank god okay Uh but she's wearing her dress from last night her shoes have wine on them. Mind you, I'm sorry, because this just reminded me, mind you, that the court is funding her. You would yeah. think that she would buy clothes. You know what I'm saying? You would think that she would have swing clothes yeah. and maybe something nice, presentable. But she clearly does not care at this point. I I don't think that she would hurt favor though. Um, no, I don't but think so. Reese does not have that kind of relationship with her to know that. Especially considering the bomb that they're about to just throw in the mix a little later. I don't know how, how soon it is, but considering what's going on with Fayra and Reese, uh-huh. I don't I feel like he's like, I don't really care if it's gonna hurt her feelings. <laughs> <Yeah>, i <I'm>,
0: exactly
1: <laughs> I've got a job to do. I gotta make sure that you are all in one piece. So yeah. I can't really blame him for that.
0: No, I guess not. But like, uh, I don't know. <laughs>
1: it's so hurtful, though. It's so yeah. Hurtful. Like, just but...
0: assume that she's she's gonna physically harm her sister. Like, for what? Why? Like, she doesn't have a history of doing that. Right. So, what makes you think that all of a sudden she's like, "Oh, now I'm gonna physically attack Feyre"? I don't know. Yeah. And like Cassian didn't need to be there. Amryn didn't need to be there.
1: I just... feel like Cassian needed to be there. But I think that he always needs to be where <laughs> Nessa is. <laughs> me personally. <laughs> you know, that's just me. So, yeah, I'm all for the drama. I'm always like, Nessa's in the room? <laughs> he needs to be what? right
0: it's... next
1: to her. Absolutely. Because every moment is like, Yes, yeah, but I just love their interactions, especially since we get to see Cassian's like what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. It's just it's like the cherry on top. Like this is <laughs> over here, like, oh woe is me and Cassian is like, Oh, there she go <laughs> Oh. My. So yeah.
0: Well, after this, Reese admits that he's afraid of Nesta, which I was like, the most, the most powerful High Lord in the history is afraid of Nesta? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he says to Cassie, he's like, why do you think I sent you to go get her? (laughs) Because he's so afraid of her. And I was like, this is... It feels... Like, he shouldn't be that afraid of her because mm-hmm. they don't know what her powers really are at this point in time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, when they do see her powers, I get it. But as of right now, not knowing what her powers are, she's just been a bitch and he's just afraid of her. I don't know. I don't feel like he has a good enough reason to be scared of her right now.
1: I think... So there is a the portion of they have no idea what her powers look like. But, you know, they've lived for however many hundreds of years or thousands Uh of years so i think the other component is that nesta is Favor's sister so i don't know that he's completely terrified i know that's what he said okay Uh but also at this point i think if nesta and favor were not related he probably if he would have ran into nesta on the street He probably would have just taken her out. So I feel like there's another component there of fear of what he might do in reaction to whatever Nessa says or whatever she does. But he does say that he's scared. He's fearing for his life. Okay. (laughs) But I think there's also, I don't want to be, you know, mean to my mate's sister.
0: Sister. Yeah. Yeah. So. And like mess up that relationship. Yeah. Further.
1: Mm -hmm. it's not not
0: that great right now
1: (laughs) not the best right now for sure but yeah
0: um and then on page 46 um so they get up to the house of wind so that's cassie and anesta and he is like oh just so you know my room's downstairs to the right or whatever. He's like giving her directions. She's like, why would I need to know your, where your room is? You're going to want to know, Nesta. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to know. But she's mm-hmm. like, uh, why would I need to know? And he says, in case you have a bad dream and need someone to read you a story, maybe one of those smutty books you like so much. And I was like, oh, oh. Nesta's, Nesta's one of the team. Like, she is. But- <laughs> She is part of the smut club. Love it.
1: Absolutely. You know, when you have big struggles in life, you always got to go read some read some smut. It always makes it better. Okay. It always makes it right. And I love that for her. She's really living the dream. She should have known better. Okay. She's a smut girly and they're about to be isolated at this house.
0: <laughs> what did she expect?
1: What did you think was going to happen? Okay. <laughs> You've read this this plot line a thousand times and I know you have. Okay. Mm-hmm. You ma'am, Just just lying to herself all day. <laughs> every day. Ugh. But yes. We can I can relate to that though. Love that. Hmm. <laughs> we love a reader. Okay, that's all. <laughs> the,
0: the text that you were sending me while you were reading this brought me so much joy i was like i love recommending this series and then just like seeing the emotional roller coaster that like the person goes through while they're reading it so you were sending me texts about it it was so funny
1: look how is it sherry j mass has my heart beating on a regular basis Like, let me just rest she said no girl we've got pages yeah. Keep going. Come Especially along. like
0: the last hundred pages, <laughs> you would say so. You were like, "I need to put the book down."
1: <laughs> the whiplash. I feel like I'm reading the book like this, like-, <laughs> like like even in the last book, I was like, "Okay, wait." Like you, you would think that I would learn to. No. Read when I don't have to sleep and when I don't have a project. <laughs> but here I am reading the book, going on this <laughs> roller coaster. Like, every time. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I'm ready to read this next book. I'm ready to read all of her books because The Whiplash is a little addicting. Love it. It sure. is.
0: I want to read Throne of Glass, but I'm kind of intimidated by how many books there are and the fact that. Uh, it's it's too many books and i just feel like it's really hyped up and mm-hmm. i don't want to read it and be like this is it but i've heard that everyone's like throne of glass is better than acatar
1: which is a big commitment i haven't heard anything i don't even know how long the series is don't tell me because if it's long then i will not start because even with this one i was like what is this yeah this textbook that I yes. flew through in like <laughs> three days. But I just carry me into the story. So I'm here for it. But I don't know anything about the other series. <laughs> yeah. I oh.
0: I want to read it. It's just I'll get there one day. Today's mm-hmm. just not that day.
1: It's okay. As long as it's one day. No, they say eventually is better than never i guess so. <laughs> i don't know who says that but i said it so oh my god
0: oh my gosh i'm so sorry i'm yawning okay
1: it's okay
0: so we find out that the reason that nesta is pushing away everybody is because during the war everyone that meant something to her and everyone that she cared for had been used to hurt her break her or trap her is how she describes it and she doesn't want that to happen again so it makes sense as to why she's being rude like she's purposely keeping everybody at a distance so that they won't be used against her but i don't think that that stops her from caring about them enough Mm-hmm. You know, like like Elaine and Nessa, Elaine and Feyre are still your sisters. So if someone knows that they're your sisters, those are the first people they're going after,
1: right? Clearly, because when Nessa and Elaine got brought into the mix, like nobody was even thinking about them at that point. That was a shock to me. My heart, oh, you should know, but especially because Feyre is the high lady of the Night Court yeah she's always gonna be a target for somebody Elaine is a little at this point I think she's still like a piece of glass in the world like anybody could step on her toe and she is gonna shatter yeah okay so pushing her away at in Nesta's mind especially doesn't make sense to me because you've been like oh Elaine has been my light and my life through all of this time and you're pushing her away as well but you I don't think that she sees Elaine as, like, this strong character since no. she's forgotten everything that happened during the war, uh-huh. including tossing herself on Cassian and saying yes. she's going to die for him. But I'll bring that up later. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if you, they're going to get hurt anyways. You exactly. might as well be nice.
0: Exactly, yeah. It's, I don't understand the logic of if I keep you, I guess it won't hurt Nesta as much as like her reasoning. Like, oh, I don't think she wants people around her to get hurt. I think that's like the bottom line. But I also don't think that going about it the way she is is going to help at all.
1: And, you know, and even now that I'm thinking about it, clearly that's not going to work because your dad was gone for months. Yes. And maybe even years. He showed up. You've hated this man your whole life and you feel guilty because he died in front of yep. you. And you didn't even exactly. like him. Exactly. So when if something happens to Elaine and you've been mean to her this whole time, you are going to be ten times worse than you are now.
0: You're gonna okay? feel so terrible.
1: You're gonna be like, the last thing I said to her was Go eat some grass. Like, get out of my face, and then you're gonna be sitting there for ten years. Like, I never said anything nice to Elaine. Just say something nice now. <laughs> just, just, just even, just Elaine, because you never liked anybody else at this point.
0: Yeah. So be nice. Yeah. Uh. Exactly.
1: Uh. That's and then understandable, I... though. Sorry.
0: Yeah, no, Come you're man. good.
1: No, that's <laughs> understandable. Because she's like been traumatized through her life. Yeah. You know, so I'll give her that grace. But she just be pissing me off this whole book. Be nice. Yeah. Just <laughs> Just be nice. Especially like in the beginning just give kind words. Anything. She was like, No. I'm Not just happening. gonna be mean. Everybody, give me space to destroy myself i haven't been eating the only thing i live off of is wine and gin okay that's what's been feeding me i'm fine though
0: don't worry about me
1: okay sorry
0: (laughs) good so then um it's just like mentioned in literally a sentence but it's mentioned that helion is reese's closest ally which I think is going to be really important when it comes to the Helion and Lucian situation. I think once Helion and Lucian and whoever else figure out that Lucian is Helion's son and therefore heir to the day court, I think that's going to, like, the fact that Helion is Reese's closest ally is going to have some kind of effect later. Does that make sense?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yes i'm just thinking about how when uh i think it was fabra looking at everybody during i think it was the the talks the high lord talks mm-hmm. for the war it was like oh it put two or two together my mind was so blown. fast like if Faber put it together so fast i don't know how nobody else knows And these people have
0: been around them for hundreds of years. Like, everybody else has known them for hundreds of years. And Pharaoh, who's been here for 20 minutes, is like, hey, y'all look alike.
1: (laughs) I'll give them grace. Because usually they're not all in the same place. And Mm -hmm. uh, Lucian hasn't even been in his court in autumn. So he's been in spring with Tamlin. But... It's just too much. But also, I'm ready for the drama. Give me the tea. Yes. I want to see what Sarah J. Maas is going to do with I'm excited. this relationship.
0: Okay, so then we have Nesta refusing to actually train with Cassian. So all that she was told was she had to go to the training place with him, but never said they never said she had to train. So she's like, oh, I'm going to sit right here. And... He keeps, like, reaching out his hand, like, physically reaching out his hand and being, like, come train with me. And she has, she says she she has, like, this small voice in her head telling her not to humiliate Cassian in front of everybody at the Illyrian camp and all this stuff. And she just cannot bring herself to get up and train with him because she doesn't want to be embarrassed. But I'm, like, she's supposed to be, like, this badass, like, does not care about everybody else. And like all of a sudden she doesn't want to train with Cassian because of what everybody else is going to think of her.
1: Well, first of all, because you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> this is the same girl. She got big pride. Okay. This is the same girl who probably a year and a half ago, I guess, in the last book, Cassian said, go. And save yourself. And she said, "I'm dying with you. You going? Oh, yeah. I'm going. We're going. Smooch me, okay?" She was like ready to die for uh-huh. this man. Then she has not said a nice word to this man. She is ready to okay die for this man. He says, "Come trade with me." She said, "I'm gonna sit on this rock,
0: mm-hmm.
1: girl." Ma'am, get it together. This is your first day. You are not going to look like a pro, okay? You are not Jackie Chan, (laughs) ma'am. So it's okay. (laughs) He's got like 500 years on you, at least. Yeah. Okay? Everybody there has hundreds, hundreds of years on you. You are going to look like a blade of grass, you know, getting thrown around by the wind. That's okay. All right? It's fine over no, just just swallow your pride. She really, I really said get it. Stay it out, but
0: like I so badly mm-hmm. wanted her to just get it together and go train with him and stop mm-hmm. being so difficult. But I also understand her not wanting to seem weak. I mm-hmm. get it. But still, I was still like mm, not loving it.
1: I was not a fan of that. But and there's also a crowd of people that were standing there watching them. Yeah. So, fine. But well,
0: And then Moore comes to take them back because they have to be winnowed there. And Moore says to Nesta, Moore, like, really is getting on my nerves here. But she says to Nesta, you never deserve the benefit of the doubt that good people like him give you. Why is Moore, like, trying to fight with Nesta?
1: You Nesta know. is always trying to fight with everybody else. <laughs> But I know, like, from for people who are really going through it, and you cannot get through to them the nice way, I'm not going to fault more for saying that. Because clear, they've been trying to be cute and put little bows and ribbons on it for Nesta, and Nesta will set the bows and ribbons on fire. So... <laughs> clearly being nice is not working and if somebody if you're trying to be nice and they keep throwing your niceness in the river Mm -hmm. with no shame and more and Cassian have been friends for years like I can't blame her for that like like, mm -mm. you're not gonna come in here and just be hurting my friend's feelings you wanna step on him I'm gonna step on you that's how I feel that's how I just like.
0: already am not Moore's biggest fan, so anything she does, I'm like,
1: mm. I, I don't have too her. many big feelings about more. Like, I'm just like, I like that there's a like a dynamic in the inner circle or in the family. I'm, I don't really want to say I don't care about more, but but you I don't. don't have. I don't have too many opinions on I yeah. am a fan of everybody being mean to Nesta a little bit at this point. Because, get it together. Oh well,
0: well, um, I still feel, like, really bad for Nesta at this point. I don't know. my My heart just hurts a little bit for her. So, anyone yeah. saying something to her that's not very nice, I'm already, like, Nope, don't like you.
1: No, but yeah, I can see both sides. I tend to be on the... I don't want to be like... I don't know if it's devil's advocate, but
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I know this is Nesta and Cassian's butt, but at this point, I'm also not a fan of Nesta because you just embarrassed our boy. Like, nobody can step to Cassian like that. Yeah. He would have that... I'm sorry. He would have them flattened out on the floor. (laughs) He would have them laid out. Yeah. And he, like, everybody is giving her a little more room than they would give anybody else in that situation. And she is dragging it. Like, you gotta know that there's only so long that people will be nice to you. Yeah. When you are constantly. She just. But. I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of Nesta, so anytime anybody said I was like, yeah, get her. Get her, yes. Get her. <laughs> but I'm, I'm more of a bitch. Yeah.
0: I just feel very differently the second time around, because that's how I felt the first time around. I was like, mm-hmm. those are the feelings I was experiencing, and being like, oh, you know, Nesta's just being a bitch, so we all don't like Nesta right now. Mm-hmm. And then love her at the end. But now going back through it, knowing what happens, I, I love her now. So mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to like not like her, you know?
1: A little bit. But still, it still makes me angry a little bit. Her anger is yeah. contagious. So. <laughs> it's really her fault. So, Yeah.
0: Well, okay, so then Cassian goes to talk to Reese and Feyre and Amren about Nesta not training. And Amren says, let her dig her own grave, then offer her a hand. And then she says, keep reaching out your hand, which is a running theme throughout the entire book. Like, they keep Mm -hmm. saying, keep reaching out your hand. So basically, don't give up on her because, Mm -hmm. like, she's going to crack. One of these days, she's going to stop being a bitch. So just, like, try to stick around. (laughs) <laughs> for, until yeah. then,
1: I like that though. I love you know you even though they're being mean, you give them the chance to redeem themselves. I appreciate that comes from Amran Like she's like, just keep keep on, because I know Reese is like, put her in the garbage, <laughs> let her let her run herself into the ground for all I care. Yeah. So I do appreciate that. That's very sweet, in my opinion. I like that.
0: Then at some point, Eris is having a conversation, I think, with Reese and Cassian, but I'm not 100% sure who he's talking to. But Eris says that Baron has already pledged his forces to Briolin and the war that she wants to start, which I'm like, could that be happening in the next book? But obviously, like, that's not going to happen because she doesn't exist anymore.
1: Look, I still, you know, there's still room. She was definitely, I, first of all, I was like, can can we get a break? Like they just had big war, big losses. I know. Relax. let yeah, them have a happy a moment. Like the king of hyper. So that what
0: Frost and Starlight was for.
1: Oh, I didn't read that, so it feels like a little back to back to me. I'm reading it now slowly but it's just like relax, relax. Yeah. like they they killed the king of hyburn. You at this point exactly. are just a little old crone like you are old immortal crone with the title of queen. What are you going to be able to do when the king of hyburn He gave them a run for their money. Okay, yeah. but the king of hyburn Was defeated and murdered, beheaded. Okay, what do you really think that you have the power or you will be able to rally up the power? Yeah, to take on even the night court alone.
0: Baron is just, I'm sure they're gonna kill him off in the next book. I don't think that he's gonna be around for much longer.
1: He's so mean. And nasty. Like yeah. Uh-uh. Like you you treated your son horribly. The the treatment but of his wife is that's questionable. That's not his son. Well.
0: He doesn't know that for sure.
1: <laughs> right. I don't know that. Or he might know.
0: Yeah, he probably knows.
1: But. I just. I can't really stand behind that. I'm not a fan of no. that. He always saying stuff mean and nasty. And he's just you know, he's really a just a villain, honestly. Yeah, I think but... he's going
0: to be a more important part in a later book when Lucian is like one of the point of views that we get. I think he's going to be more important then. As of right mm-hmm. now, I'm okay with him being insignificant. That's fine.
1: I love that. I did not want to hear about that, man. No.
0: Mm-mm. No. Um. Okay, and then Emery and Nesta having a conversation um, about Emery's wings being clipped. And Nesta's like, oh, well, could a healer fix that for you? And Emery says that there's only one person that would be able to handle it, which is the High Lord of Dawn. And then we're reminded that Feyre has his power. So I was wondering if maybe in a future book, Feyre could be the one to Do that but the reason she didn't do it is the same reason that she had the shield around her so Mm -hmm. that's why she wasn't like gonna perform any kind of magic but I wonder if Feyre has enough of his power to fix Emery's wings because that would be like a really cool like story like plot point
1: yeah I could see that happening I love how like in these books there do not just be dropping little hints she's like oh this Mm -hmm. could be a thing this could happen you know so I wouldn't be opposed to seeing that because I'm a sucker for happy endings for everybody (laughs) it does add a little bit of dynamic if she's later like nah these are my wings and I like them how they are or, you know, maybe it reminds me of my struggle and why I want to be, like, why I want to improve myself. But if she gets her, her wings healed. I'm here for it.
0: Yeah. Honestly. I would love Either that. Either way. Mm-hmm. I think that Emery is going to end up with more. Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) Just a one like friend to Nesta, becoming friend to Nesta, you know, and they get this growth of friendship. of Emery. <laughs> or <Gwen>. what the
0: <laughs> So the the thing is like there's a part where Moore goes oh. into the library when Emery's there
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it's pointed out that Emery keeps looking over at Moore. Like she's she's giving her little like flirty glances and so I was like I could see that then becoming a a plot point later that like the two of them get together
1: we forgot about that i don't remember reading it but mm-hmm. more out of my mind because i'm trying to figure out what Cassie and nesta are doing yes completely forgot about that i was like that was that's so cute what's nesta doing <laughs> <laughs> what's going on
0: with nesta that's all oh i care about
1: oh my god Wow. Okay, now I'm intrigued. <laughs> I've been about that for, like, two days now. I just want you to know. I'm gonna be like, wow. Oh, I feel so slow. I'm here for it, though.
0: <laughs> it's literally, like, one sentence. It's one mm-hmm. little mention of it. And just because, like, when I was this is like my second time reading it so i went back mm-hmm. the second time and i picked up on so many more things and i was like mm. i completely glanced over it the first time i was like okay whatever she looked at more mm-hmm. carrying on but going around the second time i was like oh suspicious,
1: mm-hmm. suspicious. <laughs> oh my gosh oh so <laughs> my exciting I was just shocked just now
0: (laughs) I I could tell
1: oh my god I'll be looking forward to that as well I want everybody to have a book at this point so I hope that's the plan Miss Mass please (laughs) (laughs) if you would (laughs) go ahead and start dropping off I will be at the book semelian Or my local bookstore. Thank you very much. Waiting. Mm -hmm. Waiting. (laughs) Oh my god. Lord. Mm. Mm -mm -mm.
0: Okay, so the first glimpse that we get of Nesta's power is when she's trying to walk down the 10,000 steps, which I don't know why it's 10,000. Like, you guys couldn't create an elevator? What? Is going on with the 10,000 steps and so
1: um,
0: as she's going down she trips and tries to catch herself and she sees sparks coming from her fingers and then it says her fingers were embedded in the stone the rock glowing as if lit with an inner flame so this Uh is like the first little peek we get at her powers which I was like okay it's safe to assume with a title like silver flames something having to do with flames would make mm-hmm. the most sense. Um, but when we see it later, love it, love it, love it.
1: But that was yeah. like the first
0: little like tidbit we get.
1: And I don't remember if when this happened, she was like, I think in my head, I recall that she was like, oh, I did not just do that. I'm gonna just act like that's been yeah. there. And she ran <laughs> back up. <laughs> As much as her little wobbly legs could take her, she was like, mm-mm, I don't know who did that, but that wasn't me. So then we yeah. also get a little bit of she's, I don't think at this point she's improving, but you could still see that she is not having a good time with the idea of having powers at all at this mm-hmm. point. So.
0: Yeah, she's still struggling with it for sure. Mm-hmm. And then we have Cassie and like, bothering her again about going and training and i think she's talking to Azriel when this happens and she says i'm not training in that miserable village which leaves the door which leaves the door open of she could train somewhere else mm-hmm. and so then like cassie and favor have a conversation and he's like oh genius she doesn't want to train at the village like mm-hmm. it didn't take him very long but like i feel like it would have been almost immediate if someone says i'm not going to train at the village it's like okay well will you train right down the street yes right. okay cool let's do that instead yeah and so after Nesta says that Cassian broke my heart like just a little bit when he says to Nesta everyone fucking hates you is that what you want because congratulations it happened sir sir I just like I knew it was (laughs) I knew it was their book so I was like, uh, I I don't like, I didn't
1: like that. I wasn't a fan of that either, just because it's a, if you're arguing with somebody, I believe that even in the heat of the moment, if you said it, you meant it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. even though I think that they made up pretty quickly, that could have turned really nasty yeah. Like that could have turned into for half of the book, they're struggling with this one statement and Nessa is not talking to anybody. And she has to go on a deep mountain journey by herself. Cause she runs away because the only person who was reaching out ahead to her said, I hate you too. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean like he's supposed to be the one person that's like there for her this entire time. And I mm-hmm. feel like the second that she's not the second cause she's been pushing back, but like she's pushing back on training and he's like, all right, well everyone hates you. So congratulations. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just didn't like it.
1: I mean, it was bound to happen. So. Oh yeah. I'll give them that it did happen. I feel like if they didn't have an argument that that was pretty extreme I think that would have been unrealistic, especially considering Nesta's character. Well, but if they
0: didn't, they would have just had, like, a third-act breakup, where, like, towards the end of the book, they just break up for no reason. So I'd yeah, rather them kind no. of fight at the beginning and there mm-hmm. be no third-act breakup than this.
1: Yeah. Is so... there...
0: I wouldn't consider it a third-act breakup, but we'll get to there later. Yes. Um yeah. And then um, Cassian figures out the loophole in her saying she's not going to train at the village. And so they start training at the house and he makes this bargain with her. Like, if you agree to do an hour worth of training, I'll owe you a favor. Uh-huh. And so they make this bargain and have this like eight point star tattooed on their backs. Right. Which I was like, he really said, I will give you anything you want. Anything you want, just trade with me for an hour. And so personally, mm-hmm. I thought the favor that she was going to ask for was going to be a spicy favor. I did not like the favor that she called
1: it. <laughs> yes. I did not
0: like that favor. But Oh, uh,
1: Cassian yeah. giving her free range on the favor also made me very nervous because at, at this point, she's barely, she's given an inch. I like she's given a millimeter okay and you are like train with me for an hour because I feel like she could have been like immediately especially because she's so petty she could have been like okay I've trained for an hour now leave the house of wind and don't bother me for a year and that could have been the bargain like Mm -hmm. it could have it could have been something pretty pretty bad so I'm glad that she didn't use it like that but that definitely made me nervous yeah. for the next few chapters of the book because i was like i have no idea how i kept expecting her
0: to call it in and when she finally called it in i forgot it existed like i by that point in the book i'm like oh man they still had the bargain
1: look i was hoping yeah. it was gonna be okay forgive me you know be my lover be my man something you know (laughs) the way that she used it i said ma'am why okay but also with the training i absolutely love that their training starts with breathing and grounding i when i was reading it i was like oh, there were little tears in my eyeballs okay because i was like i just felt like that was very sweet but also very realistic you know especially because she does not want to do any training so no yeah like if you go to the gym and you go the first time and you go hard and the next day you're sore and you're dying you do not want to go back the next day i think she was sore anyways but it was a really mild Kind of training and mild kind of exercise. So I like that. Compared that to was the like, beginning. what it could have been. Right. Yeah. And especially because she's very aggressive. She was like, all right, beat me up. And he was like, okay, go stand over here and breathe. Yeah. I was a fan of that for sure. So
0: work <sighs> on your balance.
1: Yeah. Work on your breathing. Be in tune with your body parts. Feel your feelings. Yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> and then after their first um, training session this is on page 144 so this is when cassian kind of retracts his comment from before and Mm -hmm. he says you're here because we don't hate you i wanted you to know uh that we don't that i don't hate you so he's Mm -hmm. like okay wait let me not speak for the whole group (laughs) because he said we and was like oh wait a second let me take that back Mm -hmm. i don't hate you and then mm-hmm. she says back to him, and I have never hated you, Cassian.
1: Oh, okay. we know. Ste-
0: <laughs> Step in the right direction.
1: Yes. That was so sweet. We know you never hated him. You gave him oh, more no. breath than you gave your sister. But oh, I yeah. digress. You she was ready to die with this board. man.
0: She was ready to die with him. So, like, no, she never hated him. <laughs>
1: to give up her life okay just uh, in that little clearing with her man just give it up ma'am let it go <laughs> just being difficult for no reason mm.
0: and then okay so that as part of her training she has to go to the library and like restock books uh but so nesta replaces that book for gwen And I was like, this is probably one of the first things that Nesta has done for somebody else with like no ulterior motives. Like she was just like doing this to help Gwen with like not expecting anything in return. Mm -hmm. And I loved it.
1: It was very sweet. Like because Nesta has been this like mean kind of just very bundled up character like she's got years of anger in her so as a character I don't think Nessa has been able to be able to be herself like we have no idea what Nessa is really like exactly. she's very reactive so she's just like everything that we've seen so far is a reaction to somebody else so library was a great a great addition on favor's part because don't nobody care about her down there for real so she could just be herself <laughs> She could yeah. just be who she wants to be. If she's really nice under all of that, because she did not have to do that. That is... It's a little bit of redemption right there. I'm, yeah. I was a fan it's of like that. That was very starting sweet.
0: starting the redemption journey. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: It's
0: like climbing the redemption mountain, if you will. She's just starting mm.
1: the... Mm. <laughs> <She>
0: just
1: starting <laughs> Against her will, okay? Wow. But she's For starting... Sure. <laughs> oh but she's she's doing it she's going
0: so in the conversation between i think it's cassian reese and eris eris says that he left Moore untouched at the border and cassian says you left her there to suffer and die so eris says back did i perhaps you should ask morrigan whether that is true i think she finally knows the answer I need to know what happened. And I it bothers me so much that it, he says, this is the second time he said this because he said it in Frost and Starlight mm-hmm. or it was mentioned in Frost and Starlight or something. But it's said before and then it's said again here, but then we still don't know what happened to Morn. We still don't know.
1: Yeah, I have no idea. And I really, I also really want to know because what's going on? And then you also have Eris being allied night court supposedly i still think he's a nasty character like i i think that he's still not great he's so i think he's just rude I and mean, being okay but that's the baron yeah. in him but yeah i just i also would like to know because clearly we're missing some pieces here
0: exactly and it's told, like, what happened to her is told from Moore's point of view in that, like, Eris did leave her there, but then somebody was like, oh, we can't just leave her, and I think that somebody was Lucian, but someone had to tell Asriel, because Asriel, I think, was the one that came and got her, mm-hmm. so someone had to tell him, so, like, did Eris send word to Reese that that was happening with more? Like, I think, like, Eris did more for her than just like leave her there Mm
1: -hmm. i saw
0: somebody say that eris is basically like reese like we're being introduced to eris the same way we're being introduced Mm. to reese and that like reese is a terrible person do not trust him he's a bad guy and we're being introduced to eris the same exact way where they think that eris is going to have like this redemption story where it like actually what was actually going on was eris was doing xyz to protect more
1: I could see that. I still don't like him as a character. Oh, no. I will give him room for a redemption arc though. I think yes. that's also a um a pattern I'd say because we've had that for Reese, we've had that for Jurian, we've had yep. that so we might end up having that with Eris. So Which would make sense. I'll give him a little room.
0: Aeris, I think, is only... gonna have a redemption story before Tamlin gets his.
1: Good. Tamlin needs to go in. I uh, have no love for Tamlin. He's, and I think, I don't know if this is now or later, but the way that Tamlin is, is carrying himself right now, I think they'll talk about it a little more, but the way he's doing it, are you 12? Yeah. He's lived for hundreds of years and this is, you can't, You don't want to get it together Mm -hmm. he's over here throwing temper tantrums okay Mm. he can go in the garbage (laughs) he had he was in two books that's enough he was in the first book and some of the second that's all he needs he doesn't need any more
0: no i it's gonna take him a while i think to get a redemption story i think his redemption story would probably be like the last 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 one told just because, like, so much needs to happen in order for him to get one, if he even gets one. I could see him never getting one, and I'd be okay either mm-hmm.
1: way. There's room, but I'm okay if we close the door to that room. That's mm. fine with me. <laughs> either way.
0: Just shut him in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The way he shut Feyre into the mansion.
1: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh. Wondered, wasn't it? It's fine. It's fine, right? you're fine with it yeah i'm all for that
0: yes very very that i'm looking forward to to that Mm -mm.
1: um
0: cassian says uh he's saying something to nesta to like push her buttons and then the like silver flame shows up in her eyes and he says to her i love cassian he says to her the first time I saw that look on your face, you were still human, and I nearly went to my knees before you. And then he says, your power is a song, your power is a song and one I've waited a very, very long time to hear, Nesta. Oh, I love it.
1: I- it's getting warm. It's getting warm. It's getting warm. Okay. Yeah. I love Ugh. it. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Cassian, when Cassian and Nessa first started interacting, I was like, this is absolutely going to be a thing. 100%. 100%. (laughs) Okay. And for him to say that while she is being scary and magical, he said, oh, no, no, no. Those flames do it for me. Okay. That's what I've been waiting for. That doesn't
0: (laughs) scare me. That doesn't scare
1: me. He said, that's actually kind of (laughs) hot. Oh my gosh! And I love this for Cassian because he was like, "Baby, I've been waiting on you for years. <laughs> yes, you think you're I, finally the coming finally Oh, <laughs> he said, "Yeah, we're this is together forever." What you thought this was? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah,
0: like the first time he meets her when she's a human, he like makes a promise to protect her and Elaine. Immediately, he's like, "Oh, I'll protect you." Sure, your Mm -hmm. sister too. I'll protect you
1: though. Yeah. He threw Elaine in there because he was like, I know that you love your sister with all of your heart so I'll keep her alive too. But you, Miss Missy! (laughs) I will put my life on the line time and time again! Ugh. Nesta, get out of my face. Ugh. Sharp words and he's like, oh! Oh. You're back,
0: you're back, you're back.
1: Oh my god but he's like yeah all of this this is banter for me okay mm-hmm. all of this back and forth this is banter you trying to be me and guess what it's I just do it's just further when I go in home? the plot
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're just further in the plot dude oh
1: my god look I love mm. it mm-hmm ugh
0: Nesta wanting the priestesses to join training, I thought was like really, really sweet. And it shows you this softer side of Nesta and that she wants the priestesses to be able to protect themselves, which I love. And, Mm -hmm. but I felt so bad when she put up the sign up sheet and she kept checking every single day and not a single person was Mm -hmm. signing up.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I felt so bad for her.
1: This, but this is like, I love this a little bit. One, I like that she keeps checking, and I like that she gives them the option to come or to not, and she's like, oh, she's very excited. This is the first thing that she's, like, wanting to experience with other people. But when other people were giving her modes to help herself or options to live, she was not having it. So I was reading this, and I was like, "Oh." My heart hurts a little bit. And at the same time, I was like, now you know how everybody else feel- felt.
0: <laughs> What's it like mm. to know how everybody else is feeling?
1: Look, but I was waiting. I was waiting for the day that somebody's name was on this sign-up sheet because I was like, come on, ladies. Let's Get it go. together. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, especially because of the history of all of the priestesses, I was like, Exactly. Oh please! Somebody, somebody. 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 Then we get our something <laughs> eventually. Yes. So yes. Mm-hmm.
0: On page two hundred and fourteen, I think Nesta and Cassian are having a conversation about something. But he says to Nesta, "Whatever you need to throw at me, I can take it. I won't break." He wants so badly for her to just get better. He's like, whatever you need to to throw at me, please just do it. Like, I just want you to start feeling better. Like, mm-hmm. it, was, it was really
1: cute. I love him. This is it's a Team Cassian activity. Okay. <laughs> because that's so sweet. And that's so reassuring to hear. So, it took her a little bit of time to put that into practice. But even to know that you have somebody who's like, Yeah, I don't really care. I just want you to be well. That's, you know, that's a good line of support, especially for Nesta. And this is a good Cassian moment. He's putting sparkles, sparkles.
0: Yes, Yes. and then shortly after he says this is when they finally kiss for the first time. I guess, like, they kissed in Wings and Ruin. But it was more like a, oh, I think you're going to die kind of kiss. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Okay, mm-hmm. so this is like the first time after that that they're kissing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's getting hot and heavy. It's getting mm-hmm. spicy. Mm-hmm. And Nesta's comment. <laughs> Nesta's comment. Um, She says, someone's quick off the mark.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> that Look, hurt. When I tell you, I just really it. I think it was, I don't know whose point of view it was, but I was like, I was like, this is seeming, I think it was Cassian's point of view, because I was like, uh-huh. Cass, Cassian. I was like, wait, wait. And then he was like, yup. And Nesta was like, wow. I was laughing to the high heavens. I was tackling all this. I was like, Cassian. We know that everybody is not Reese, okay, but Cassian, I'm like, bro.
0: <laughs> you're better than this, Cassian. I look, know you're better than this.
1: This man has trained, okay, been <laughs> bleeding. He's lost, like, major amounts of blood, serious injuries, guts out. Somebody's guts was out on the battlefield. I don't remember. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. You couldn't keep it together, I mean, fair enough, because <laughs> Nessa has essentially been teasing him for years. Yeah. <laughs> At this point. I can't blame him, but I was like, cackling. Tears yeah. were falling out of my eyeballs because I just was not expecting that. And then she, boom, jets out of there. Yes, oh, so yes! fast. <laughs> you oh. left And he was just like.
0: He didn't know what to do with himself. He was like, uh, what?
1: What now? I know he's trying to give her her space. Like, go get that girl today. First impressions are (laughs) important. Okay. Oh, my God. And the fact that this is the first time that they kissed after all of this time. The book started. And Nesta is like, yeah, I've been picking strangers. Why don't you pick Cassian? Yeah. This would have been the perfect time. You're like, oh, I'm self-destructing. Let me go destruct with the guy that I was about to I was about to die for, okay, yeah. on the floor. She was like, Mm-mm. Strangers strangers are due They'll do. Yeah. Cause you know never... what's what's Cassian? And you do do they do you'll never be able to return to a common stranger nope. okay. no okay you'll never be able could. to go back <laughs> they insane. will not no. compare. prepare mind you way 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 in the beginning of the book she had mentioned that whoever the guy that she was with was okay but there were people that were much worse and that mm-hmm. even Even the Faye, who are alive for hundreds of years, still couldn't master the bedroom.
0: Yeah, couldn't figure it out.
1: You know that would have been the end for you. It would have been Cassian or nobody. (laughs) Mm. But poor Cassian, Catherine, that was having a ball.
0: It was, that was like such a low blow, but still like (laughs) perfect (laughs) at the same time.
1: You'd be mad at that at that point. Because I would have definitely said something similar. If that were me. <laughs> like, oh. Don't hmm. take nothing but a feather for you, huh? That's good to know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that was a fair comment.
0: so sorry I keep yawning. My brain is just still waking up.
1: It's okay. Good morning.
0: Good morning to my brain.
1: <laughs> Look. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So then we find out that uh, Briellen wants to retrieve the cauldron and to get her youth back, and then we mm-hmm. learn about the dread trove. So there's the mask that can raise the dead, the harp that can open any door, physical or otherwise, and then a crown that can influence anyone, even piercing through mental shields. So they're telling this to Nesta, and Nesta's like, okay, so what? Why are you telling me all this? <laughs> and they're like, Oh, it's because we want you to find it. And she's like, yeah, not happening. And Elaine, uh, Elaine's like, oh, you could use me to find it.
1: Girl, hush. <laughs> what are you doing? What? You're not doing nothing. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's not fair to Elaine, but.
0: I'm upset, though, that in this book, we we do not get to see Elaine's seeing abilities at all. It's mentioned mm-hmm. in Wings in Ruin. They use those abilities then, but then now where it would be useful- To have things like that, where she could see, like, the outcome at the end end of the book. Like, if she could see any of that happening, that would have been really helpful. But, no.
1: I thought that that they all kind of lost some degree of their powers, and nobody really knows what's remaining.
0: No. They... Basically, that's what everybody thought, because Nesta and Elaine weren't using their powers... But then okay. uh, Nesta reveals here, like, yeah, I've had my powers the whole time. I'm just not using them. Okay. So I guess, But even
1: yeah. Elaine's powers, I think were a little more vague. Like, Nesta was given some direction mm-hmm. as to, even to the scrying, she was given some direction there. And then she hasn't tapped into her powers ever, really, except yeah. for when they was absolutely necessary. Elaine's was more like, she's sipping tea and she's like, Oh, there's going to be a slinky falling down the stairs, slinky! and now they're like, <laughs> "What does that mean? What is going on?" So I don't think that Elaine even has the same amount of control.
0: Yeah, for I bet Nesta does.
1: yeah, because I mean, if you're a seer, I'm sure she would have to take time to master it, but I don't think that's what's happening in this book. Mm-hmm. So, because if you're a seer and you're like, "Oh yeah, let me just." yes tomorrow (laughs) there will be a battle you know that's a little OP so I don't think that she can get it like that but I was like Elaine you know nobody's gonna let you do nothing go Mm -hmm. to the garden why are you even here (laughs) go outside just I don't want to be an Elaine hater but but Just, she hasn't given me anything to work with to have faith in her. I mean, okay. She did stab the King of Highburn. Yeah, okay. But, aside from that, she's been with the potatoes in the field. I don't know what to uh-huh. do. And making eyes with our homie. So, I, uh, you know that. Favor's not letting you go nowhere. is definitely not going, letting you go nowhere. So. Yeah. Oh, no, no, well, no. So then, so mm-hmm.
0: then Feyre says that she can't be the one to track down the items and everyone's like well why not why can- what makes you so special mm-hmm. and then she drops the bomb that she's pregnant which yeah I I don't like that that's like what's happening with Reese and Feyre in this book I really wasn't a fan of I feel like just to keep them interesting like oh we'll make Feyre pregnant you know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they have no real significance in this story because it's Cassian and Nesta's story. hmm So, uh, but then it was really cute when Cassian says to Azriel, he says, we're going to be uncles. And I was just like, oh my gosh, they're so cute. They're so what? cute.
1: Ugh, it's giving brotherly love, and I'm here mm-hmm. for that. I don't mind that they're pregnant. Okay, or that favorite's pregnant. Because, ugh. Love that. Actually, I was very happy about that. I was like, yes, make those babies. Give us our nieces. I was just kind of
0: like, it's just kind of boring. Like it's, it's just like, I mean, obviously what ends up happening with it, like it makes sense, but Mm -hmm. I was like, uh, they say like, oh, it takes years and years and years before like, like. Faye children are so rare and a couple months ago in frost and starlight they're like oh let's try having kids she's immediately pregnant like you know what i mean
1: oh yeah obviously she's special she died came back to life her man died came back to life i am not shocked that they are already pregnant she's got the power of all of the cords and her I wonder if heart. he has
0: the power of all the courts now
1: I don't think so I wouldn't imagine that he does because he was already Faye I think that he was maybe. just restored back to faye but that mm-hmm. also I feel like might be a contributor to why they conceive so fast yeah. maybe they was just like oh look at all of this power here like I feel like for Faye the stars have to align in a certain way. And for them, the stars can align in some way. always align. Yeah. <laughs> always aligned. Like the odds are mostly in their favor. So, yeah. I am not shocked that they're pregnant. But it also gives more. Like, I kind of like that it gives more dimension to Reese and Fabra. because they've just been shiny, shiny, shiny. So this gives them kind of yeah. like. Y'all are. I love y'all still. But this is not a good look the way that they're like handling nesta i know they're trying their best Mm -hmm. but it it kind of turns them away from being super protagonists in the way that they've been so Mm -hmm. i'll take it i've got no i love babies other people's babies but
0: other people's babies yes i was gonna say other people's babies um i i get it uh I just feel like they could have done something else to make her a little more interesting instead of, like, making her pregnant and that being, like, the big thing. But it's fine. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm going to issue my mom warning. So, mom, if you're listening, fast forward, like, a minute or two. So, everybody else, hello. Um, So, after they come back to the House of Wind... Cassian says to Azriel, like he comes in and he says, turn a blind eye, chaperone. So, you know, you know, it's about to go down. I was like, yes, mm-hmm. finally. because mm-hmm. This is like 250, almost like 250 pages in mm-hmm. 242. And I'm like, finally, I've been waiting this whole time.
1: He, look, he said, I mean so, business. Mm-hmm. Uh huh.
0: So he told Azriel, get lost. So he goes to Nesta's room. And she, when he gets in there, she says, "Why are you even here? You made it clear enough that last night was a mistake." Okay, okay. And then he says back, "The only mistake was that you ran off before I could get oh, on my, my. knees."
1: did you know, what did this is all no. this, is worse. this is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it did. She really ran off, bro. Like, give her a man a chance. And she yeah. the next day. He said, I, I'll give you some space, but I'm not going to let you go on thinking that this is, this is what I do. Okay? Mm-hmm. And he said, get on my knees, Jesus. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then after this, like, after this whole thing happens... Nesta is then having fantasies about being with Cassian and Azriel at the same time. And I was like, Are we Are we gonna get a chapter with Cassian, Azriel and Nesta? Obviously not because it hasn't happened. But I was like, the way she just threw that in there, she was like, Oh yeah, you, just... you know, Azriel's attractive. And then was like, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> it was like so fast.
1: It was like, girl, your soulmate. Just came. Yes. And don't mind me, but just came and was throwing neck, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> you. <laughs> and then we were like, oh, yeah, let's just throw Asriel in the mix because he's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why? But this is progress because she's fantasizing about her man. Okay. Yeah,
0: he's, he's part of the fantasy. <laughs> okay. He, he's there. I'll take that.
1: I will take that for now. But
0: at least there's that.
1: Come on. But I was like,
0: I just thought that was very interesting because like we never get anything like that from Feyre's point of view. So I was like, Nesta really was like, yeah, that'd be fine. Both of them sounds great.
1: Feyre was very like she likes one person at a time because she was feeling very guilty about liking so right after Tamlin. Tamlin. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) Nesta she was canoodling with the strangers okay downtown in <laughs> Valaris. she was having a ball she said all it takes is two drinks for every drink i get a new man okay yeah so i that's not outside of her character but it just hurt my feelings because i was yeah. like oh it is right here what did Azriel do for you but say nothing
0: he literally has done nothing. They've barely spoken. Like, her and Azriel have barely had any conversation, but she's like, yeah, I wouldn't mind Azriel." <laughs> and it is mentioned that she thinks that Azriel's the most beautiful of the three of them.
1: Which uh, I thought was interesting. But what about their I was worried about somebody else. What about Cassian? Yeah. He's, at this point, I was like, y'all are married. Stop playing.
0: <laughs> Basically married, yes
1: they barely kissed, and I've married them in my head. So everything is a betrayal to me. <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh. Okay,
0: so then oh, yes. after all this, we have Nesta in the library, and she's disobeying Clotho's orders to not practice in the library and makes makes Clotho like call Cassian down to the library and be like, go talk to her. She's acting crazy. And then she's purposely throwing her punches wrong so that mm-hmm. he will teach her. How to do it properly, and the priestesses can watch, which I was like genius. Mm-hmm. She she's Albert Einstein. I would have, I would have never ever thought to do something like that.
1: Look honestly, because for me, I couldn't imagine training. First of all, she didn't want to train in front of people. So to be in a library where, like, you just came, you're by yourself. It's kind of like going to the store and you're listening to music and you are having a concert in the store to yourself. What are you doing? Okay, so I feel like it takes a bit of courage to be able to go down there and just be like throwing punches and squatting and breathing and doing all of that down there. I loved it when Cassian came down there and was correcting her. And then he was like your punches were fine this morning. They were actually very perfect. And she said,
0: (laughs) you're doing just fine this morning.
1: That's interesting. Goodbye. (laughs) Yes. Like, I love that. That was great. Mm -hmm. It was,
0: I loved it. And then, okay, I'll get to that. I'll I'll get to the next point after that in a second. But then, Mm -hmm. so when Nessa gets back to her room after, she finds a book called the dance of battle that Cassian left for her recommending books is my love language like i -hmm. think it is like such a special thing to like recommend a book to somebody and they actually read it and then you get to talk about it so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it it made my heart so happy i was like oh my gosh not him leaving a book for her so romantic
1: Mm -hmm. and he knows she'd be in there with the smut in a corner Uh okay he was like i know you'd be reading here you go Uh, And I think she mentions his scent or something on the book. on the book. She thought
0: the house left it for her.
1: I was like, oh, it's giving true love. Love it here. (laughs) I was such a fan of him leaving the book. That was so sweet. I
0: loved it. So then the next day she goes back to the library. And after checking every single day to see if anybody's name was on the thing and nobody's name was on the sign-up sheet, Nesta finally finds one name after that demonstration with Cassian, which was Gwen. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy that somebody signed up for it. I was like, mm-hmm. someone has to sign up. There's no way that they just, like, leave this. <laughs> this sign-up sheet Look, throughout the entire book and not a single person signs up.
1: I'll be so tickled. It's like all of this other stuff is happening in the book, boom. And the sheet is still empty. Like, I cried. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Or at the end of the book, one person signs up. Okay, well, what am I going to do with that?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay. And I love that it's Gwen. Like, she's very... However her character is, she's just very... I don't know. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Gwen, though. I like her. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm a fan of Gwen. Mm -hmm. So I'm
0: very excited to see what part two brings us and what the training is like now that it's no longer Nesta and Cassie. And now we have Gwen. Mm-hmm. I I can't
1: wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't wait. I just turned the page. and didn't then... realize <laughs> <laughs> but I'm ready to talk about it. Let's let's get on.
0: So, thank you so so much for joining me. I had so much fun.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: In order to stay up to date on the books that we're reading, make sure to check out bestfriend.bookclub on Instagram and TikTok and the Best Friend Book Club podcast YouTube channel for the video version. Next week, we will be talking about part two, Blade from A Court of Silver Flames by Sarah J. Mass. We'll see you next time. Bye. You got a wave. Bye. Bye. All right. I'm going to stop the... um... We did it. A little
1: less we than two it. hours. Yeah, Shall we did it. Do, 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 do. Sorry. <laughs> It'll be an hour and a half.
0: I think around there sounds Something about Something
1: right. like that. We did good. I think. I'm having a ball. No, we
0: did. We did. And there's did more great. stuff that happens in part two, but I have less pages for part there's four pages for part two so that should be a little easier to get through i think
1: okay, okay. forgot about what I i'm scrolling through this really fast and the i'm looking at the mom the mom warning just like
0: oh my god like towards the end of it wait let me see where'd i put mom warning yes. Where did I put mom? Oh, mom, please skip ahead. Oh, when he says mm-hmm. put your hands on the headboard.
1: <laughs> oh. I love it. I, I really wish it. I had time to like fully reread this book cuz I started rereading it and I was like
0: "The spice read. is, is so good. Love
1: I love this book for the spice, okay? Because yeah. fucking uh what's his name? Uh Reese? Reese. And Favreau. It took them forever to canoodle. And and
0: Reese isn't very
1: uh like He's not aggressive like like...
0: that's exactly I didn't wanna like sound crazy, but like Reese isn't as aggressive as Cassian is in that like Mm -hmm. Cassian's gonna tell Nesta what to do and how to do Mm -hmm. it. And I'm like, yes, tell her what to do. Reese is more like oh whatever you want favorite darling right. no grow a fucking parent like, and tell her how to do it
1: <laughs> like was, he has the the boundless self control he oh, yeah. saw this girl knew that she was his mate and was like let her marry that that little worm it's fine she'll be happy she'll be happy and then she was like me!" and he said Beth.